Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Welcome everyone to the Full of Words podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy. I'm your resident book coach and with me I have the lovely CJ, who's from Catherine James Creative Copywriting, who's our resident copywriter. So welcome CJ. Thank you very much. How are you today, Sue? I'm very well. How's the weather in Adelaide today? It is hot. Tomorrow's going to be 40, I think, but today is about 32. Yeah, hot and sunny. Oh, no, we're back down to the 20s, thank goodness. But anyway, it's going back up again. But we have an absolutely awesome guest in the studio today, all the way from Toronto, Canada, and that is Lainey. And I'd like to introduce her, or actually I will get her to introduce herself because she knows more about her than we do. So Lainey, welcome. <laughs> Lovely to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It is wonderful to be here and I am envious of your very hot weather because I'm having the opposite and <laughs> the opposite extremes. And although winter is nice, I do like it. I like the fresh coolness of winter and I much prefer the warm breeze of the summer. But I am Lainey. Uh, Lainey Love is my author name, my work name, and I am an author. I have produced two books. One is How to Use Hypnosis to Master Your Brain and my latest book, which is a co-creation with 11 other authors, is uh, A Bigger Mission. And I'm also an award-winning coach and a mama. That's probably my best, most proudest role is being a mama to a, a wonderful little boy. And I am really happy to be here to get to share whatever wisdom that I have when it comes to publishing, writing, producing books. It only took me 15 years. So hopefully it doesn't take you 15 years to get your first book out. And yeah, my hope and my intention is to expedite the process for you. So it doesn't have to take you 15 years. Don't worry. I've had clients that have taken double that. Also, yeah. your 15 is pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. If we're talking from uh, first idea to publishing, I'm probably on 49 years. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> I to give that what it is. It's, it took, it's from 15 years of the first really wanting to get it going. Yeah, I knew, I always knew I wanted to write a book. I mean, I didn't know what it was going to be about or why. I just love consuming books. I either read or listen to a book a week. I love all of the different kinds of books. I just, I love stories. I love people's stories. I love books. I was just listening to one right before I got on this call. Yeah, I so it was 15 years. Actually, it was 12 years because of my first book. I hired people to work with me because I didn't know how to organize my thoughts. And I didn't even really know how to write them out. As soon as I started to write or type, I would just end up with like a vomit on a page, you know, word vomits. So I thought it was easier for me to organize my thoughts in conversation. So I hired three different people off of Kijiji to basically interview me so that I could understand and start to make sense of my own thoughts. And they were three different people. And I specifically chose like three different types of people so that I'd get different questions. 
And there was a lot of value in that. I didn't end up doing with anything with all of the material that I collected, but I really enjoyed the process. And then I just let that sit for the longest time. And then the first book that I was going to do, it changed a couple of times as to what it was going to be, what the title was, what the subject matter was, until I finally just decided that I'm just going to take a subject that I know something about and that people are curious about and that I love. But it wasn't necessarily the first idea that I had, but it was just about completion. How can I produce something of value to the person reading it and also that has meaning to me, but that I'm not like spinning my wheels too much about. So that's why I just decided on hypnosis because it has an interesting history. There's a lot of different questions about it. And definitely the process has value to the person that's receiving it or the person that's just curious about it. So that's why I chose that. And it was great. I got a lot of help in completing it. There are so many resources available and learning the whole process. So it was like what I call my learning book, learning more of the process. Yeah. Love it. And then I moved on to a bigger mission. Yeah. Also interesting that you talk about spinning your wheels. I've also got that same, like I've always said, so I want to write a book and Sue will say, all right, well, let's do it. What's it about? I'm like, I don't know. There's so many thoughts and ideas in my head and I read a book and I go, I want to write a book like that. And then the next book I read, I want to write a book like that. So do you think there is value in just picking something and running with it and just getting going and doing something? Yeah, that's what I had to do because exactly that, especially when when you're a creative person and you love stories, exactly that. It's like, wow, that's amazing. I want to do that. Or I'm passionate about this or I'm interested in this. It's you just have to pick something and it might not be your dream or your ideal or what you envisioned. But yeah, starting somewhere. I know that that's always advice that is given like, but how do I do it? Well, you just start. And that's really just like you just have to make a choice. And the great thing about that, too, in making a choice, if you start getting halfway there, all the way there, you don't have to decide to publish it. You can do something else. You can publish it as a blog. You can publish it as articles. You can even sell it to somebody else that wants to use it. So there isn't any wasted time or wasted creation. Everything that you're producing is an opportunity for you to utilize in some capacity. But the word vomiting, that's actually what I did. I discovered like an awesome process in helping the 11 other authors, a part of A Bigger Mission. I just discovered a great process for how to help them all write because most of them weren't writers. I mean, they were brilliant storytellers. Their stories are raw and emotional and insightful, but they didn't necessarily know how to write. So we just started. Step one was word vomit. I'm just like, just vomit. Don't edit yourself. Don't try to make sense of anything. Just start to talk. Just start to write and don't look for any logic. I'm like, that's where I can come in and I can help start to find the the bits of the story and then ask you to share more details about that. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I always tell people just, yeah, whatever is there, just bring it on out and don't worry about it. Editing comes later. Yes. It out and bring, you know, bring it all to the forefront, whether that's on paper or computer. But yeah, just let it get come out. 
So you have to come out. Yeah, don't worry about editing part. But that's why you need to work with professionals like the two of you. Like that's where it really helps to have somebody after you've word vomited a few times, be able to look at your writing with you. And there's little bits of gold or I'm really curious about this or that's really interesting because often it's not even the parts that that we think are the most interesting, that somebody else that is new to our story comes in and then they have these questions that we just thought or I just thought was sort of like mundane or I'd gloss over because I was so used to it. You know, we live in our own minds and our own lives and our own stories and we forget what could be really fascinating to somebody else is just our everyday inner dialogue. (laughs) So that having somebody else's perspective and somebody's eye come in and help you is invaluable. Mm, That's very true. And on the other side of that, worked with a lady who spoke her words into a recorder, like a device that wrote them down. And those things aren't particularly great always at capturing exactly what you say, but it would give me the idea that I could then, as you say, read it and go, that sounds really interesting. And I'd write questions back to her and then she'd voice them back to me. So yeah, I think it's just finding which way maybe works best for you and not thinking that because you're writing, you have to write. Well, I've had a couple of inquiries lately of people that, yeah, because they've got ADHD and and the likes, they can't actually type. It's just, for them, that's just too overwhelming. And so I said to them, "It's that's great. What we'll do is we'll have a conversation and we'll record it. And from that is where we'll get the book. So, you know, that's exactly the other way. So that way, for people like that, it's not so overwhelming. So many tools. Use them all. I would love to know more about what you do as far as coaching. Well, in terms of coaching and writing, what I discovered was that in my coaching background, I've always been a healer way back to as far as I can remember. I've just always really been interested in healing people and helping people. But So I've worked as a healer or a therapist for most of my life using those titles. And then and moving into coaching, I like that title. I like the name because there's more freedom to integrate different modalities. You can say, I am this, I am that, I am this. I use these tools. It's kind of the expectation that you can have a diverse skill set. So writing became an interesting part of the healing process just through this this last book. And I notice in terms of healing or in terms of coaching, How much can come up uh, through story, especially if you're writing your own personal story and how the opportunity for healing. And it's a really, really beautiful way of moving through healing through trauma. So, yeah, the cues that come up are different than in like a normal session if somebody's coming to me knowing what their trauma is or knowing what their block is. Most of all of the people that I was writing the book with, they're all professionals (laughs) in the trauma healing space. And they've done a lot of their inner work. So, but I mean, we're all human. And unless, you know, you've ascended, there's always things that uh, that you're going to get to work on if you so choose to. But so it was really, really interesting to see. I refer to it as we're pretty much like cars. That's a perfect analogy. Yeah, there's always some work to do. There's always a trip to the mechanics for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm grateful to be a mechanic in that regard. Yeah. So healing through story is just one aspect of getting to trigger or bringing up a cue 
of something that in your consciousness or in your lineage that's wanting to be healed. It's a more creative way of moving through the, the healing process. In the end, then you also get something that's tangible. You also get your written work and you can choose to do whatever you, you want to do with that. So that's one way in which I work with people that became a surprise for me. I didn't know that that was something that I would want to do. And I love it. It's so much fun. It's so satisfying to witness that journey and then to to really get to hear somebody's story. Yes, 100% agree. I love it myself. <laughs> How do you work with words and language in your business? I mean, I think you probably... Well, we'd start with that process of like word vomiting so that we can start to get, but I'm just looking at it with a little bit of a different lens than it would be as if I was like story developing or editing something. I'm looking for different cues and putting on more of my like therapist healer hat when I'm going in and I'm looking at the writing. And that is also really, really similar to like moving through session, especially like a hypnotherapy session or a past life regression that involves a lot of imagination or cues of creativity. It's the same in the writing process or they're parallel. It's not the same, but certainly a, a parallel skill set. It's just a, maybe it's a more disarming way for people to start to look at therapy or look at healing or even look at their trauma if their medium is through story. So, yeah, I just I find that the work is really interesting and different and definitely People are a little bit more disarmed when they're coming into that space rather than like head on, okay, I have this trauma that I'm wanting to work on. And I wonder if people, because you mentioned before we have our stories that we tell ourselves and sometimes the stories are not helpful or may not even be true. It's somebody else's yes. story that they've told us. Do people's stories change through writing out their story when they're working with you? That is definitely the hope and the dream. So you're right. Our stories are always changing based on how we're changing and how our perspective changes. So what the most horrible thing that happened to us suddenly becomes this great gift as our perspective changes and we can start to see what that, what we deemed horrible experience, what we got from that and who we became because of it. And what it is that we lost from it is often not as big as what it is that we gained. I mean, sometimes that's definitely not the case, but more often than not, I think that it is. So we can change our stories. I mean, we can, you can change your past. We're getting deeply spiritual there, but absolutely there's parallel realities. There's past lifetimes. There's shifting your, your DNA, which is like your key code sequence, which is definitely something that you can access and shift with your consciousness and rewriting your subconscious programming because that's just all that's all passed down through, you know, uh, your ancestral, your lineage, but also as most of us are aware of now, definitely societal programming, your religious programming, all of those. And then there's the collective programming. I mean, there are many layers there, but there is an opportunity to actually rewrite a story and then create the ending that you want. That's that manifestation. It's the joy in it, isn't it? I think the bravery of going into a story and then recreating it. But the yes, you want. And it's really interesting to think how that happens and the ripple effect and the domino effect of that, of that change and what that can produce in your life. What impact does the words have on the people that you work with? The words? Yeah. So what impact on what you do 
as helping yeah. the story, what impact does that have on the people that you actually work with, so your clients? Well, it's transformational. It's empowering. I mean, it's all of the things that good therapy session will do for you, but also that sense of self-worth that you get from a, like a creative act and a creative work, like that sense of actually self-respect that you get for keeping your word and following something through and like having this tangible product at the end of something. It's pride, it's joy and celebration, but there's also that transmutation of the memory of the incidents. And often in therapy terms, we call the memories the incidents because, yes, we give them whatever meaning from whatever perspective we have at the time. And so we can transform that by revisiting that incident. And we do. We revisit it through story and then choose to transform it. Love it. Beautiful. I love that. Did you notice you just used the phrase keeping your word? When we say to ourselves, we're going to do something, we keep our word. It's such a lovely way of, of talking about what you do as keeping your word. Uh, I just enjoy yes. that. I love that you noticed that. I love little sayings that don't necessarily mean what, the, you have to understand the intention. I love it when you say something like keeping your word to somebody who isn't a native English speaker and they would say, where would you keep your word? You know, like <laughs> you have to understand on a different level. But I think I think those things are really fascinating, especially when we use them in language as well. Definitely. Now you've talked about the two books that you've already published. Have you got another one in mind? Yes, I have several. Like my plan is I probably have about 10 books that I, I'd like to publish in my lifetime. I still have the first one that started the whole this whole beautiful journey that needs to get published and that so there's magic but no magic pill that's more of a story about me and my life so that is yet to come probably in another year or so a bigger mission comes with we are also uh, releasing a workbook that goes with it and the audio book so this year 2024 will be really focused on on that book and all the projects related with it and it's it's been fantastic so far because the feedback has just been so exceptional and i think as any creator you always hope that people are going to know like what it is that you created and it's always also a little bit surprising when you get really positive feedback and people are really touched by something that you've created. So that is really a new, interesting, special feeling. And I just want to enjoy it for a little while. Does that mean you're so that you're showing sort of drafts or getting feedback on uh, versions of it at the moment? No, it's up on Amazon. Uh, we released it right at the very end. Like, I think it was like the last day or maybe like December the 30th or something of 2023. So it's up for sale on Amazon and uh, first was the Kindle version and it was a bestseller in like five or six different categories. And then the paperback was released end of December and it was a bestseller as well as the best new release. So we've gotten several reviews back and it's been really great. It's been really joyful, honestly. It's humbling and it's motivating to continue to produce the other versions that go with it. I mean, definitely what's really great is that the consistent feedback is, oh my God, I loved it so much. And I can't wait for the workbook. Didn't really know how important the workbook would be. It was just our idea that if we're going to tell our stories and this is, these are the things that we went through. And my chapter is about the time that I got mugged. 
and the effect that that had on my life and the tools that I used to heal from that and what's the impact that that had on my journey. And so it took me many, many years. I mean, there's also many other stories. It wasn't just that one, but definitely that incident had a huge impact on my life. So what are the tools that I gathered along the way to help me through that? And how can I give those tools to somebody in a in a neat little package so they don't have to take 10 years to run about and gather them all and figure out how to use them together. Well, I don't know if we've got links. Did you send me links to that book and the other book? If you haven't, can you please send them? We'll put them in the show notes so people can. I definitely will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So have you got an offer for our audience by any chance? My offer is always to call me. Is, uh, the most valuable thing that I have to give is my time. If I'm not the right person that can support you, I have a network of many, 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 many people that I would love to refer you to. So if you need some help, you need some guidance, um, you need somebody to talk to, you can call me. So you just go to my website, Lainey, L-A-I-N-N-E dot com and you just book a free call and we have a little chat and potentially I could help you and potentially I could be referring you to somebody else. My goal really is just to be of service and to help yourself because in the end it's it's really we need help along the way. We definitely need help along the way but it's all up to you. Awesome. Thank you. Well that all those links and everything will be in the show notes. So very good. Awesome. Thank you. Would you like to add anything else? Thank you so much for having me. You ladies are amazing. I really enjoyed being here. It was so like nice and comfortable and easy. And I loved your questions. And thank you. You're welcome. We've loved having you. CJ? We try not to make it too hard on people because, you know, <laughs> we just want to get people's stories out there. And we enjoy talking about words. So I feel like you're one of those people where I could spend more time talking to as well and listening to everything. We've just scratched the surface today. But thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you very much to both of you for being here and thank you to our audience once again for your support and we look forward to being with you with another amazing guest next week. Sending you all lots of love. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.